0: Hold up, whoa, 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 whoa. Thank you, first of all, for being here and streaming the show. What you guys may have not known is due to COVID-19, Marlon and I have been practicing social distancing, and we've been using Skype to record our episodes for the past couple at right, this point. Um, this episode in particular, due to connection, it might not be the best of certain areas when it comes to audio. We apologize for that, and bear with me, okay, as I begin to really learn how to work and navigate Skype and how to edit it properly. We're going to fix it for next episode, but let's get into this show. Wow. 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 My God, wow. <laughs> um Normally I would have a song to start with. But um today I don't. So that's just the mood of the show this week. Um Welcome back. It's been a month of Tuesdays. Yeah. And my old lady voice. Um so, let's jump right into it. Um, today, I want to be Judge Mathis.
1: <laughs> Judge Mathis.
0: Damn right. Oh, my gosh.
1: <clears throat> you know what? I'm just the today because I just, I can't. This is
0: too much shit going on. I can't even wrap my mind around a new man. Frank. Frank. What? Frank. But We're going to have to do something about this. This thing over. You
1: know what? We're not going to argue about that today
0: because there's larger shit in the world to worry about. What? We're going to bypass it. It's okay. What? It's okay. I want to argue. It makes me feel at home. <laughs> so, I'm trying to understand why we can't argue in a timely fashion. Don't understand it. It's <laughs> <laughs> Um. Welcome to Millennial Night Court 1201. 1201, that's, yeah. That's yeah. an advanced course, mm-hmm. bitch.
1: Yeah, it is. Um. Welcome to Judging You Judy
0: 305. Welcome to When Enough Was Enough 101. Oh, um, mm-hmm. welcome to We're Not Gonna Take It. No, we ain't taking this shit no more. Six or seven. Damn, bitch. And with that, welcome to another session um, of a little, a little social experiment that, that's known as a podcast now. Mm-hmm. And it's called Who um, Raised right You yours. Hoes? Welcome back. It's a new season. Um, Mm -hmm. Lord knows 2020 has been just un-God-fearing. Oh, God. I don't even know how we're here. Like,
1: we're not even halfway through the year, and it already feels like we've been here for three years. This shit, in the last couple months, so much has happened.
0: I just... I don't don't know. (laughs) I don't (laughs) even know how to explain it. I can't even piece it together. Crazy. But welcome, as you guys know, um, today... It's a little, today's a little different. We've been off air for like a month or a month of some change. Mm-hmm. But we are not here alone yet again today.
1: Right. We're keeping the guests rolling.
0: We're yes. right into the new
1: season. Yes. Same
0: shit. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, here at WRYH, we do not introduce our guests, we let our guests introduce themselves. So, um, person that's
2: here with us via my, Skype. My name is G. What's going on, Lonnie and Merlin? A friend of Lonnie. <laughs> Merlin, first time meeting you. What's going on, brother? Yes, what's going on, bro? Good, good, good. So I'm a special guest today. You know, happy to chime in on the current events and the state of the world that we live in and everything that's going on, you know, and how it's affecting us and everything else.
0: Yes, so thank you for being here with us. We genuinely appreciate it, you know. Um, He's Y'all can't see it, but I can see it. His background is just getting all types of artistic flair. Yes. If I've known G for over five years and this is the most artistic I've ever seen anything near him. <laughs> so we'll rock with that. <laughs> um and if you really do know us, I have a history of giving him a hard time. So mm-hmm. it is what it is.
2: Thank you for that very creative comment. I appreciate mm-hmm.
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> let's dive right into it so for today um the format is slightly out of the window um instead of scroll on i have while we were away i'm gonna quickly (sighs) quickly dive there's only two topics i need to dive into Mm -hmm. um and one is just also Needing to be discussed Give me one moment, I'm about to pull up my receipts Um Can we get into the Cancelization of One's Delusion Real quick, um Promise, won't be here long It's good. It's gonna be okay Um Lana Del Rey, aka um, Non-melanated coke binge Um <laughs> Can we have a conversation about her really, really fast? I promise we won't be long. Um, she released a controversial Instagram post while we were away. Mm. Um, she specifically made, I'm gonna basically glance right through this part because this is easy to talk about. She basically said, Now that Doja Cat, Ariana, Camilla, Cardi B, Kalani, and Nicki and Beyonce have had number ones with songs about being sexy, wearing no clothes, fucking, cheating, etc. Can I go back to singing about being embodied, feeling beautiful, uh, being in love, even if the relationship isn't perfect, or dancing for money, or whatever I want without being crucified or saying I'm glorifying abuse? This episode is gonna be full of Karen's being Karen. Oh, God. and Bob and Frank being Bob and Frank. My guy. Warbling white folks. I just don't get it. Um, Lana, see, the thing is I prepared the speech for you. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. I was waiting for you at the death. Mm. Um, first and foremost, you've named so many women here that you claim have number ones. However, I need to do a fact check because Kalani's never had another one. Let's start there. Cool. Um, then there's that. But each woman that you've named, we're going to get into the first name that you named in a minute because I got something for her ass. Too. Mm-hmm. Um, every woman that you've named has had their own trial and tribulation here. Um, Ariana was accused of basically being the, part, being the reason why one of her exes took his life. Yeah. She went through public scrutiny, had a terrorist attack at her own show, but she doesn't deserve the phrase that goes along with it. That's a little odd. Then you have Cardi, who is basically does, lives carefree, does what she wants. Is also political as fuck, might I add. Slap on a social justice wig in a moment. Yep. <laughs> and mm-hmm. She's still crucified for how she chooses to live her life or even go about making her music, but she doesn't deserve to be a number one. This is weird to me. Um, We want to go to Onika, and then I got the ultimate read. So you also mentioned Onika Mirage, who is consistently mistaken for being a bitch when she's just passionate about what she knows. Yes, I also understand who I'm talking about here. But I also know that she's face root me from the look of her physical appearance, down to her music, down to how she's being treated, and also being very vocal about the treatment of women in the music industry. But she doesn't deserve a number one. I have said, oh God. I put I don't know. my stand card away. <laughs> stand culture is—it's just my guy. Gotta bring it back out because know you're gonna go here Why? Why would we do this on Blue Ivy's internet? Why? Why are we bringing up Beyonce? Hmm. As if she didn't go through the same level scrutiny when it came to her physical appearance as well. Mind you, even when she decided to speak out on on black issues, she was threatened to be lynched. Police threatened to not give a detail to her own tour. whoa People threat, literally threatened to kill her for speaking out for black issues, but she doesn't deserve to be a number one. She doesn't deserve to have one because I want to make songs that are just low-key depressing as fuck. Depressing as fuck. I mean, it just it gives me bored session.
1: I'm just trying to figure out why she felt the need to make this statement. Like, even when I heard about it, it was like, Who said that you couldn't make your music? Who said that you couldn't sing about what you wanted to sing about? Who said that you couldn't do these things? Like, nobody was bothering you. And then the way that you did it was like this backhanded-ass, like, not even, like, comment, but you low-key kind of, like, called them whores or called their music very, like, superficial. And, yeah, like, that's all that they sing about. Yeah. Only to try to make your point about your music and... Like, I don't get it. So are you, like, do you want a number one, sis? Is that what we're saying? Because if that's what you want to do, then you have to work for that. And your constituency can put you to number one, but that's on your face. That ain't got nothing to do with us. So why do we need to know this? We we
0: really don't. (sighs) Then, Mm. mm, I've been struggling with this one. Um, While we were away, um, racist alley-tack Oh gosh! Decided to release. uh, Basically, came out from a tiny fan's video, a tiny chat video, where she was openly using the n word in a derogatory form. Mm Um, and also another video came out about her complaining about having foxy hair. Mm -hmm. It just it was a bunch of things, but how. As usual, because the first time that this shit happened, she made, um, basically when it came, homophobic speech came out at the very beginning, like when little bitch out. She decides to go on a tangent, oh, that's from an old video, and blah, 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 and this is still racist. You are a, at the end of the day, yes, you may be biracial, but you are a black woman. Yeah. And you're sitting in a tiny chat, using the word deri- in a derogatory form. Like, the girls were in a full-blown cancel building cat movie bed.
1: Yeah, I... um, I'm on the fence about this one. Just because, like, there were people that did a little bit more digging and even people that were actually in that tiny chat room, um, which everyone wasn't white. There were black folks in there, too. A couple of black guys in there. Um, but they were, like the way that it was portrayed was not actually how it went mm-hmm. and that she wasn't like basically what everyone said that she was doing was not really what she was doing
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and that she had the history of being in tiny chats like so she came out and talked about how she's always done this and even like since she's become like famous and blown up and shit but that that's something that she hasn't stopped doing mm-hmm. um you know, she gave this very long description about how she used to be bullied as a kid, and okay. how she turned it around, and mm-hmm. all sorts
0: of stuff, blah, this other stuff. A this. <sighs> White woman cry.
1: Cancel culture is <laughs> so... <sighs> it's annoying. It. I'm just going to say it. It's annoying. And I'll say why. Um, if you go in everybody's closet, you will find some bones somewhere. Of course. You're going to find some shit that don't really sit well with you. And in a world of opinions um, and broadcasted opinions that we're in right now, mm-hmm. I just feel like we're all going to be butthurt about something at some point or another. Um, especially when it comes to like musicians and artists that we love. like All of our artists have done something that we either don't know about <laughs> or will be put on blast and then it's up to you to decide how you want to handle it. Uh, Because my thing with this story is the way that it started was like when I first heard about it, it was like, oh, Doja Cat was in this tiny chat room full of white supremacists and, you know, use the word nigger and, you know, acting like a slut and blah, blah, blah. And then as the story went on and people learned more about it, it wasn't all bad. You know what I mean? Like, even the people people that were actually in that chat came out and talked about it in the video. And they were like, we're not racist. Uh, None of us are white supremacists. And that wasn't what it was. So, I just feel like Mm -hmm. a lot of people now Mm -hmm. will do, to coin the phrase, anything for clout. And will do anything to try to tear people down. Now, Far be it from me to say that she hasn't done things that have been problematic. Um, Far be it for me to judge her for how she spends her leisure time. You know, because she, first of all, Doja has not ever been known to be super Mm pro-black. Her boyfriend's white. (laughs) Okay. She's always been an odd bird to a lot of folks.
0: I did not understand that.
1: You know, like, when when she hit the scene and really blew up with the move sound, move song, like, that's when people really took note, and that was a trolling-ass song. Like, she was, like, she was just at home on some goofy shit, and it became a hit. So,
0: I don't know. I'm not really... I just need it to get back to a point in time where they actually had artist development. That is missing nowadays, to be brutally honest. Because half the people that are musicians that are artists, they just say anything and do not think of what is to come of it or the consequences that can come from it. And in this instance, she would need it because this is where. The label would step in, say this is how you react to certain things. It's like media training. Mm-hmm. You need it. It's I important.
1: Mean, but if you look at <laughs> if you look at the world that we're in today, everybody is a part of media. Like it, it's not what it used to be. People are making careers off of trolling and clickbait and shit like that. Like nobody really goes into Reading a story or really learning about something like in-depth before actually reporting on it that hard Thus this situation right here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for me I still like her. I still like her music. Was it a weird thing that happened? Yeah, it was kind of weird It's kind of fucked up. Just like the whole her with the sand faggots and all that stuff I I All that stuff is just weird, but you know, I don't think that it's enough for me to cancel her Mm. Um, is it enough for me to squint my eyes a little bit when Absolutely I look at her. Yeah, Absolutely. But other than that, you know, I have <laughs> I have qualms and kind of like things about my favorite artists that I don't particularly rock with. And then this is birthday today. Happy birthday, Perks. Um, oh, but, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, so and i I I. I don't um, he's never canceled in my book, but I do squirt my eye at him about some of his choices he's making his life.
0: We'll talk about that off the
1: airframe. Okay. <laughs>
0: so Um that's that on that. Um so that was rather quick. Um I'm just sitting here in awe at the background in Gary's home <laughs> because I wanna know. I wanna know when did they increase the budget. I just wanna know. I'm asking for me. <laughs> Because this bachelor pad or this home that is going on, these decorations in the background. What
2: are you talking about?
0: (laughs) This decoration that is going on, the the decorum in that house.
2: So are you saying a black man is not allowed to live how he wants to live and have his home decor to his favor?
0: Oh, so now he wants to get all types of... Got you. Oh, so now you want Jackie and so on. I, you
1: know, I just want to like wave to him a little. You know, it's really interesting.
0: F you have, you So it's about that time. Are you staying the? Are you staying the ship today, or do you want to just go on ahead and dive right into deeper? You dive. know, we
1: can volley this one back and forth because I don't
0: think I can take it all on. My- all right, so. Um, as you guys know, while we were away, besides, um, COVID just taking the people out, like, it nice. just matchbox cars out this bitch, um, we also dealt with another matter. We learned yet again that our lives don't. So...
2: I see what you why? did right there. I'm sorry? I said, I see what you did right there.
0: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so while we were away, we had yet another incident of racial injustice. Quite a few. Quite, it, it was literally a pinball effect, just about, but the one that reached a, reached literally a boiling point for us as a people was the situation of George Floyd. Now, <clears throat> I refuse, and I can say this, I refuse to watch the video. I won't. I just, I can't do it. For me, a, I refuse. I'm not watching that damn video. I'm we'll
2: sorry. To, I don't mean to, you know, interrupt you, but up until this point, you still haven't seen the video? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I refuse to watch a black man die on camera. And I'm not sitting here belittling the experience. Uh, not the experience. I'm not belittling the incident. It's just I refuse to watch a black person die on film. Okay. Like, it's not a movie. This is real life. And people consistently kept reposting it as if this was a trailer for a movie. And that, to me, I can't support. I understand it's to bring awareness to the situation. However, imagine the level of trauma that comes to his loved ones with consistently seeing this on social media, especially when it first happened.
2: And that is correct. But for yourself, going back to you not watching the video, Mm -hmm. a lot of our lives, black men have been lost, you know, by the hands of cops and police brutality over the years, and this is something that's going to continue to happen. But at the end of the day, have you not seen any video of a black man dying before on social media? You
0: know what the cra- the crazy part is? Because we've seen it so much, we don't realize how desensitized we technically become to it. Like I said, I'm not going to sit here and belittle the fact of the value of the video. It's just for me, I can't. I can't look at it and see if her like literally see someone being killed. Like I emotionally I can't.
2: All right, so how do you feel about the protest?
0: We gonna see here you go. There's too much dip on that chip over there. (laughs) (laughs) There's too much dip on that chip over there. in a, in a nutshell, if I'm corrected, Gary, can correct me, because apparently the brother's been doing his research. I'm just gonna say So, Mr. Floyd was away on business in Minneapolis. He's actually from Houston, Texas, and apparently the story is he went into a store, he paid for he paid for an item, and he gave mm-hmm. a twenty dollar bill.
2: Fake counterfeit, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and they, they it, it was allegedly counterfeit.
2: Allegedly, yeah. Correct words.
0: It was allegedly counterfeit. The store owner did what they used to do back in the day, Mm. called the police. Now, after all of this, of course, there was a tussle trying to arrest him to the point where they realized that they couldn't really restrain him is when you had three officers try and restrict his movement of his body and you had one officer apply pressure to his neck Eight minutes and 46 seconds. Mr. Floyd died. As he was saying consistently that he could not breathe, crying for anyone for help. While you had, of course, bystanders recording it, however, what it showed when the second video was released, you had two of the people going back and forth with the officer like, you need to check his fault. He's not breathing. He does not move. What did you do? Like, this man has not moved. At all. He has not moved. Like, what is going on? What just happened? And they're sitting here like, oh, you, like, basically saying you need to let us do our job. Like, obviously you didn't do your job because this man is dead. He died for a senseless reason. So, it led, Jesus Christ, it led to... Protesting and rioting in Minneapolis. The first nope. night I remember, they had looted and vandalized the Target that was nearby. Um, which, first of all, shout out to Target because a lot, of, someone had to point this out, and it was the truth. Target is actually one of the first brands to actually give Black creatives and inventors a chance, especially when it comes to like skincare products and hair care. They actually have a whole section just for textured hair. So they literally said, we apologize for everything that took place. Like, not apologize, but they said basically they're going to shut down their location and they're still going to play their employees. Also, now they closed, like they temporarily closed a few actual stores, and so this all starts to, like, go, die down just a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I think it was night three where we knew that there was no game to be played when they burnt the police precinct to the ground.
2: How do you feel about that?
0: I always say this one problematic phrase when things are not meant to be good, but I don't see the wrong in them. I say this. Lord, if it is your will, it is your way. That's, <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. And it let it spawn it spawned to nationwide protests. Like shit that is store. Period. So, so, here's the question that we all have to ask ourselves. I think we accepted a lot with too much on our plates, because once it spawned from Minneapolis to literally all over the U.S., it's when it became a thing so let's let's dive into this um let's first do a mental health check how are you feeling because I know all three of us work in Manhattan but you literally work near Times Square
1: yes I, do. yes I do so
0: how have you been making out with everything how how's the mental been getting how's the mental been going for you
2: So, mentally for me, working in Times Square and me living in Connecticut, you know, I have to travel when I do go to work by, you know, the Metro North to get to Manhattan, Grand Central. So, um, in the morning, it's really quiet because for the past week, I should say, curfew, by the time I get there, curfew's been done for about a few hours now. So, Mm -hmm. leaving was really the problem for me um, this past week. And I just came back from Florida a week ago and it was supposed to be a good week but you know one of my sisters out there her mom passed away so we had to deal with that for the week and then coming back to new york to understand that i'm coming to you know unrest and rioting and protesting and it's happening in the city like yeah i mean it was a bit shocking but i just like i feel like at the end of the day it needed to happen because honestly to go back to my trip in florida It happened in Miami when I was there about a week ago, Saturday night when it first started happening. And curfew, we had the emergency alerts come on our phone. Curfew at 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. It was. So I was just like, I mean, this thing is really happening. It all started from Minneapolis, right? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like now it's hitting cities that you're in, but you don't live there. I come to Connecticut, it's the same thing here, but in New York, it's worse because I have to go there. So my mental focus for the week was just to try to be, you know, easy and understand as possible. But these cops don't make it easy for you to do that. They make it harder for you. This whole week going home, I had to be harassed by cops. I had one cop ask me, are you sure you go here? just oh. So I'm just going to so walk to the Metro North, you know, and... I'm sorry, not walking, taking my bike. I'm just going to come here for fun. And there's an 8 p.m. curfew in place in New York City. I'm just going to come here for fun. Obviously, I have to come here to take a train to get home. But it was him being funny. This is the problem. Police think they have all this power that they can do and say whatever they want. And there's no consequences. But they have to realize, too, in this time, there will be consequences. Because us, the people, are fed up. And people will start to do things about this. And it will get really out of hand. But that's just my shift from this week, my mental focus coming back from vacation that wasn't so pleasant to come to deal with these real-life events.
0: Marlon, how's your mental dance since everything is taking place?
1: I'm numb. Mm. I'm numb. I have struggled with my feelings about all of this so much simply because... It happened in the middle of me moving.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And while this was, like, supposed to be a big deal for me in, like, a breathing moment. Sorry. I don't feel like I can breathe. Oh, wow. And it has shifted the energy in the atmosphere in such a way that when I leave out of my door, I don't know what to expect anymore. And it's not to say that it, that I've never felt that way because this is not the first, second, third, 50th, 60th time that something like this has happened in the last years, but we've reached a fever pitch that... Um, I don't even know how to really explain it. You know, I, I think about how I would tell people, you know, um, I liken it to. I get this question all the time about like asking parents, do they beat their kids, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I've never been one to be. Um, I'm not for it. I don't believe in it. Mm-hmm. And when people ask me why, I say, because when you whoop your kids, you don't develop respect for your children. You're raising them through fear. Mm -hmm. And when I no longer fear you, what do I do next? I rebel. Mm -hmm. This is that. Exactly what it is. How, How long do you, and when I say you, I'm talking about white people... How long do you think you are going to be able to continue to kill and beat us
0: and destroy our lives? Let's talk that good old disclaimer real quick. We're talking about people. We're talking about white people that are racist.
1: Yes, white racist people. I will say that. To be be clear. clear. Yes, To be very clear. clear. Because I don't hate all white people. I don't either. Me either. Let's be frank. (laughs) You know, there is... This onion has so many layers, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and we've been pilling this bitch for centuries. At this point. And again, I say, how long did you all think that you were going to continue to do this without some sort of repercussion? And for me, again, I'm numb because... What do you do with your feelings at this point? You know what I mean? Like, because at this point, it makes you take a step back and really observe and look at people differently. Uh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. you know, because shit like this, especially with the way that social media is set
0: up, Ooh. a lot of you motherfuckers are telling on yourself. Segway. Mother loving Segway. A lot
1: of y'all are telling on yourself. A lot of y'all are pulling your mask all the way off. And we see you. And I I, I I'ma say this and then I'm gonna get off my soapbox <laughs> because I look. What did I When are y'all gonna learn that the internet is powerful? When are y'all gonna learn that it only takes one of us to see you? And then we will find out everything about you. I Mm -hmm. just saw this post on Twitter the other day. Uh Apparently this white guy said some, I don't know, he said something racist to this girl that he used to deal with, with a black woman. Uh And she posted his social security number. Yes, sister.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: He posted his social security (laughs) number. and They maxed out
2: his credit card.
1: Yes. And then this other guy opened an American Express in his name and donated ten thousand five hundred dollars to I think the NAACP or something. (laughs) I need y'all to get it. I need people to understand you cannot you can no longer be racist quietly. You can't
2: can't hide no more.
1: There are cameras and eyes on you everywhere. Y'all think y'all's big brother, big black brother, is watching you all the time? And all of us will drag you to the depths (laughs) of the ninth (laughs) level of Dante's Inferno and back. Child, it would behoove
0: you to tighten the fuck up. While we on this thing about social media, let's get into this. How do y'all feel about?
2: I'm sorry, sir. I just have one quick thing to touch on with Marlon, and we get right to your thing. It's just in regards to our post I put earlier, right? I just Mm want to have one of you guys, both of you guys, input on it real quick. I'm not racist, but I hate every person of a race that is racist. Does that make me a racist? Say it one more time. I'm not a racist, but Mm -hmm. I hate every person of a race that is racist. Does that make me a racist? No, No, it doesn't. I don't think so. No, No,
0: because I feel like it just said exactly what it is. I hate every person of a race that is racist. Because, yes, I think a lot of people mistake it. Black people can be prejudiced on our own. We've seen this for several days. Mm -hmm. But blatant racism starts at home. Yeah. Regardless of how how you want to cut the cookie, I just said exactly what it is. Racism starts at home. Just like you saw that video of that girl that cut up on her parents. Mm-hmm. She cut up on her parents. Like, that's not right. So you're saying they don't deserve to be treated fairly because they're black. Like, oh, I work in the I work in the urban areas. I know how they are. What are you saying right now? Mm-hmm. We are not animals in the zoo. <laughs> we are
1: people. You will not address us in such a... Uh,
0: it is annoying. So how are we feeling about some of the um <laughs> the influencers <laughs> going out to these protests just for photo ops? Huh. There's been quite a few that's been clocked and it's not as bad as some of the white influencers. There was one in particular.
1: Saucy Santa.
0: Not just him. Well. We're talking about white influencer. Oh, she—it was two. One, she um she took a picture with a drill, had a mask on, helping, made it appear like she was helping a Mexican guy put up the planks to prevent it being vandalized. Oh. She literally went to take the picture, handed him back the this, um, this was like "thank you so much," and walked back in her then.
1: Again, to <laughs> full praise for my legal sister, Ms. Cardi B it would do anything
0: for Cloud. Then you had another woman that sat here with her photographer. She's taking a picture in front of a vandalized T-Mobile, and she did it with like her face in T-Mobile. And then it's in a picture. Okay, how did that look?
1: This is the world we live in, y'all.
2: Social media influenced.
0: literally. If you're not there for a, if you're not genuinely there to protest, what are you doing? You have one like one another another um, influencer got clocked. Having a fake Black Lives Matter sign, then you look closely at the background. She's not holding up anything but her hands. She photoshopped in the sign to say Black Lives Matter. So let's get into this. How are we, what are our real feelings when it comes to the looting and the rioting? We have to start there. How are we feeling about this?
2: The looting and the writing. That's, so- you yeah. know. I'm not against it and i'm not for it but you have to understand too that you know not everybody comes from the same situation and these people of you know color that are doing this they've been put in situations where they're not able to support themselves probably you Mm -hmm. know haven't been given the right opportunities in life and they don't have anything so at the end of the day you have to remember too what's the number now it's about 40 million or 42 million people unemployed You got to think most of these people that's coming to these protesters and that's rioting and looting are people that are unemployed and don't have a job anything to do. Yeah. Some of them maybe still be benefiting off unemployment, but at the end of the day, yeah, we're going to bust up these corporations that are racist and been racist for a while and take their stuff. Yeah. They may have insurance, but let them buy that back at the end of the day. They're not looking at it in a light or perspective where the people that are against it are because you know, You have people of, you know, the Caucasian community that basically, okay, these are all black people. They're all bad. And you have other black folks that don't agree and agree. But at the end of the day, you're not in those people's situations. You don't know the reason why they're doing it. Like I said, they may be doing it for reparations on their own time, or they may just be doing it for fun to make money. People that don't have jobs. I understand them looting and taking whatever they got to take because they can sell that back to make some money to support their family. But nobody cares about that side, right? Right. So, I mean, I feel like it can go both ways. I feel like if you have the means to buy whatever you're looting, you shouldn't loot. If you don't have the means to get whatever you're looting, then, okay, go ahead, do it. I um, Because the government's not giving a shit at the end of the day. I mean, i an check for only people that are getting it, and you have people still waiting a month just to get in, back in contact with unemployment.
0: Oh, I got. Uh, oh, we gonna have a lovely conversation about the government in a minute. But Merlin, why don't you go ahead and give your stand on
1: this? Um, I'm like brother G, I'm I'm not against it, but I'm I'm not for it. But I'm not against it either. Um, my only gripe with the looting and the rioting um, is that I would like for the folks that are doing it to like. Directed in the spaces that it should be directed at. Mm, like, be. let's not destroy our own community. True. Right. Let's not destroy our own businesses. Right. Like, put the anger where it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. If, if you don't do it, hit these white folks where it's at. Period. Don't don't move and 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 do because like at the end of the day. We still got to live there. We, we we still have to live in these
0: communities. You
1: know what I'm saying? I'm all for it. Like, tear down the system. Burn the shit to the ground, but
0: burn the shit that don't belong to us. I read a meme that mm-hmm. said y'all are, y'all are destroying the wrong buildings. Do you know what each one of these buildings they had listed in this meme? The White House, the Or um, mm-hmm. the Pentagon, the courthouses. Like, they are saying y'all are aiming at the wrong... Um, foundation,
1: and that's an institution. Saying, that's what I'm saying. So, but like you were saying, like I understand looting out of a need. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's again only so much oppression that can happen before one retaliates and takes what they feel belongs to them. True. You know, you're only gonna hold me down for so long before I just take it mm-hmm. and. You know, the reality of the matter is that I, I, again, I can't stress enough, I don't think that racist white people understand and we, you know what, I'm not just racist white people, because I've seen some video clips of some racist, racist Latinx life. people uh, and some racist Dominican people <laughs> some, <laughs> That's a conversation for right another yeah, oh. like I, I've seen a lot of that lately <laughs> Again, like, y'all uh, put Listen, I see your slip. You need to pull your skirt
0: down because you show yourself. But that's another—that's a conversation for another show Because I promise you, y'all don't mm-hmm. want me to get on my foot. But box that's how I feel. About. It. That's how I feel about it. I don't. I don't honestly, I'm like, listen, like, because I work down, but I work um, basically in the financial district. I work downtown. So the first day that I saw looting, they had broken to the horizon. Mm-hmm. And then they they tried to break it to a pizza shop. And then like two days later they broke into a barbershop. And then and of course you're gonna look like why? Because they had actual alcohol bottles displayed right there. So then they decided to board up the windows to the barbershop. I like I'm have the same stance point as you guys. I don't there's no right or wrong to me for this one. I just want people to not find out other people how to protest. Mm-hmm. Or how to do things. If you haven't done a damn thing. And this is another topic. If you have not done a damn thing. For these protests at all. Who are you to sit here and criticize. Someone that has. Who are you to sit here and criticize. The people that are actually peacefully protesting. The people that have decided they want to riot. The people that decided they want to dilute. Like y'all both said. It could be a situation where financially. They don't have it. You can't sit here and judge people for what they decide to do. So unless you're out here on these front lines sitting here protesting along with everyone else, why, who are you to sit here and try and judge how they handle the situation? Because you can't. You can sit here and try and dictate how it happens. Oh, we need to peacefully protest. Hmm. The last time that we've we peacefully protested every time this situation has happened. I can only recall it getting bad in like what Ferguson and also if I'm not wrong Baltimore okay Uh, yeah I think Baltimore too I can't remember that far back right now but this is like the first time it sparked protests and riots literally around the country and it's like this wasn't not to mention there was also another video that showed Paris that showed a bunch of places around the globe that were protesting for Black Lives Matter. Yeah. like they were going to the U.S. embassy and they were protesting in front of the U.S. embassy. <laughs> <laughs> we're being, we, the cameras on us at this point. No matter how you try and cut the cookie, the cameras on us. Yeah, and at some point, shit got to get done. People are tired of being tired. Yeah, because I can tell you, damn near word for word, place to play, how this is gonna go. So, at first, the officer that applied pressure onto his neck was really charged with, like, what? Third-degree murder? He was charged third-degree murder. Then we have said, as a people, we don't just want him. We want everybody included. All of us. We want all three officers. We don't just want him. It's not just about him. Because they had all of them had the energy to stop the situation, and they did not. They watched. They sat back and they watched. So from there, they decided to charge the other three with basically being accomplices to the murder, and they mm-hmm. upgraded to charge Accessory, for a yeah. second. So the ball's in our court at this point. But as I said before, and I'll say it again, the fight is not over in the, by long run. The fight is not over.
2: Yeah, by a long shot. It's not going to be over for a while. That's why, to touch on your point, we have to keep putting our foots on their necks because at the end of the day, this change is not going to come about unless we stay consistent with it because if you look back in time, well, for history say, things like these that, that, that have happened, right? How long have people protested? Not as long as, you know, people are going to protest right now because, you know, we realize that we have to do this continuously to make that change you understand so i think we're going to see a lot of these strange events that's happening right now continue to happen because people are oppressed and they're tired of and guess what Mm -hmm. the police force are not going to back down either someone's gonna have to give so things will get worse before they get better
0: like i think it was they protested for like what almost what was it when King, when Martin Luther King was killed? Oh yeah, that then was they protested for a year or so. A year so Yeah, they protested for like over a year. like over a year. They protested. Okay. And then, and there was a lot of protests afterwards. Yeah, some that. Exactly. So it's like the fight is not over. We're not done here. This is why people are still protesting now. But.
1: What do you think needs to be done in order for us to get some real change this time?
0: It's yeah. time to, first of all, it's time to start holding the officers, uh, officers accountable. Of uh, Over a hundred cases that we've, under, uh, uh, over a hundred names that we've dealt with this. I can then play out the narrative. They'll get charged. They might say, hey, lose it. They might lose their job. But what ends up happening? They go to another town or another another state, and they end up back on the police force because they can get their job back. But if a civilian were to kill an officer, I'm willing to bet you they're going to be prosecuted to the highest degree. Yeah, of course. But if they kill one of us, it's a slap on the wrist. Mm-hmm. Of over a hundred names, we only have one murder conviction for an officer. One.
2: But that goes to show you the blatant racism of America and the government. That's why it's systematic oppression because of things like these. And the fact that, you know what they bank on, too, is that most of us black Americans are not educated enough to think for ourselves and figure this system out. You know what I'm saying? What? Because social media is around now. You think more people are aware of it? No people have been aware of it, but they also helped us because they created these technologies and these social media platforms, and we've used them. Now we're using them to our advantage to put this shit out. And we're going to keep using it until this shit stops.
0: Like, even when y'all's president, I don't know that motherfucker. even when he was, like, got upset because Twitter put a fact check on him after that tweet where he put out, uh, even before that, the one about the ballots, it started his war with Twitter. Is oh, we're not gonna mail, we're not gonna do mailing in that leads to fraud. And they put a fat check on it, so they got mad and wanted to sign an executive order on social media. But when you actually know how this works, he can sign an executive order all he likes, it still has to go through regular chain of command. This is where this becomes funny because it still has to get passed. If it does not get passed, you wasted your time. Oh, executive order. That's nice. It still has to go through Senate, and it still has to go through Congress. Have fun. They're not going to be fun. Sorry. Moving along. Then, for you, and what really started this whole thing and brought us to boiling head was when he had tweeted, "When they loot, we shoot." I've never heard a U.S. president try and basically justify violence
2: when they want me to. That's one of the most outlandish things I ever heard, but cutting out of his mouth, I'm not surprised. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, this is the president of the United States that these people have put in office. You know what I'm saying? And we have to make a change. We have to do something, whether it's voting, more people voting to get him out of office. We have to do something.
0: Because the way he's going, he's moving closer and closer to trying to justify martial law. Now, a lot of people don't understand if martial law goes into effect, he, he can't have an election year.
2: Exactly. He becomes president for as long as possible.
0: Yep. And that's why everyone's trying to push away from him trying to put in effect martial law. For the more that this happens, the more it's going to happen. Like, already it's slightly in Minnesota. They have it, as so we have martial law already. Yep,
2: yeah, basically. Yeah, some punks.
0: That's, <sighs> Go ahead, let him down for He's like a fucking
1: child. I just, I don't. Oh. Uh, that right. stresses me out. It's alright. It really does. because... alright. And, 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 and the fucking part about it is mm-hmm. that. <coughs> he is literally his leadership is a reflection of all that is stupid and everything about this world right now it really is I feel like I'm in a fucking reality show every day just like this dude tweets some of the most outlandish shit I've ever seen in my life Some of the stuff that comes out of his mouth is just like, are you serious? You you dead ass right now? Like, you serious? Yep. And then after that, it makes me think about the people that are radical about his leadership. And I go, are you fucking dumb?
0: The crazy part is when and G probably can attest to this, when you work inside of, of the legal environment, oh, some number lawyers love him. hmm They love him with a capital L. They live for it. I literally had to sit through one of the attorneys, uh, when I worked inside one of the firms, sit here and say, Oh, I wanna get Twitter just so I can see his tweets, but I don't wanna like I don't wanna actually tweet. Might be an older white guy. I'm just like, get me out of here. I need to go. (laughs) Mind you, these are like big wigs at law firms. Like, literally people that are like either partner or a counsel. These are big wigs at the law firm. That just love him. And they're open about it, too. That's the sad part. No shame. No shame at all. They love him. So what do, what else do you think that can be done in order for us to finally feel accomplished in this happening? Because already um, I have put into I put into our notes that a bill would be that a bill is going to be passed. They're trying to get a bill passed that will abolish qualified immunity, which makes it easier to suit to violate civil rights. So that means if you apply a excessive force, and let's say you shoot it up, you actually shoot someone, or you use an illegal chokehold, they get... Basically, it makes it easier for them to actually be sued. Mm-hmm. Even if the regular route of justice isn't served, they can actually be they could be sued. Then, also, I read that in Minneapolis they officially banned the chokehold. Like, as after, after following this event, they banned it. New York banned it, too after everything that happened with Eric Garner, New York Bandit. But the question that I had and what I saw a lot of online, and it's kind of why I'm kind of glad I have G here for this part.
2: (laughs) I'm listening to you, bro. Go ahead.
0: So what's happening now is we're seeing a lot of cases to where regular injustice like, it it basically creates a large outcry when it comes to the general public. But when crimes against a member of the LGBTQ plus community arises, it's silent. Like, case in point, following one of the protests in Minneapolis, there was a young woman by the name of Ayanna Dior who was attacked by a group of men. And she basically was bashed for being trans. But there's no outcry or support going toward her end, and it came in backlash of a Black Lives Matter protest.
2: Yes, so I'm familiar with that. I read. They knew that you know she went through a procedure in life, and you know became a person. I don't condone a whole bunch of people, especially black men, beating on another woman for no man. It doesn't matter if she was some, something else before and she's something else now. At the end of the day, she's still a woman. They don't look at it like, oh, you know what's wrong with our culture too is that we don't see the twofold thing? things. At the end of the day, with everything that's going on right now, they shouldn't be doing that. They shouldn't be coming together and, you know, using that power for a greater cause, not beating on a woman. That all happened in Minneapolis, before,
0: right? It happened in Minneapolis, yes.
2: Yeah, so, you know, it's just like, The contrast of that is, while they did what they did, somebody recorded it, right? And uploaded it to the internet. So my thing is that when things of that nature are uploaded to the internet in this time of sensitivity sensitivity and unrest for everybody, especially Black people, that's not something that we need on the internet because now that gives more ammunition to the people that's against our movement to keep running their mouth. They keep chiming in for these people to keep being racist in plain sight in public, you know, encounters with somebody of brown or black color like that gives them more ammunition to behave the way that they do. When people of our culture is still ganging up on other black people and doing stupid stuff like right? that doesn't help to cause it one bit. Not, not at all, in my opinion.
0: See, the problem that now is that comes in is, pe- our people feeling like the people that identify with not even the people, us in the LGBTQ plus community, we don't identify with Black Lives Matter. I've said this from jump. I'll reiterate it again. You cannot even chant the phrase if you're homophobic, transphobic, xenophobic at all because it does not equal to the message, let alone the fact that the co-founder of Black Lives Matter was a gay man. Openly gay. So you can't sit here and say, oh, Black Lives Matter, until it's somebody that you don't, someone's lifestyle you don't agree with.
2: It's deeper than that. Can I ask you a question? For you, (laughs) which one transpires first? For you. I
0: don't don't pick a choice. Because at the end of the day, I'm Black and gay. I'm not going to sit here and pick a side. Just like how I can't go to Like, I can't say him, like, oh, I'm gay today. Gay, I don't know what color it is. like that's not how this works. That's like asking you, are you going to be a man or are you going to be black today?
2: Yeah, that's true. But in my opinion, I feel like, okay, people from people that are per se in your situation that are gay and all, you know, the black culture, I feel like it doesn't matter. You shouldn't pick black people as a whole. You shouldn't pick and choose size right now as a whole. We should all come together.
0: It's as simple as you sound it, as you made it sound. You'll have people that find it difficult. Oh, I can't get that. That's the same. That is literally the same rhetoric that a racist would use on you. Literally the same exact rhetoric to a (sighs) T. The issue
1: that I have um, is that uh, we can't even seem to get past stuff like this because it, 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 it really just shows how all of this goes back to the foundation of racism. Uh-huh. Because a lot of people's belief systems and faith systems are the reasons why they are hateful towards my people as being LGBT um, people. You know, you have people that rely on their faith, and some that are not even like staunch Christians or whatever, but they will use that as an excuse to hate me for who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, And people's opinions about queer people, Put them in a space to feel like they get a pass to hate us because they don't believe in our way of loving. Ayana's story is very interesting because the reason why she was jumped was because her friend gave her her keys to her car and told her to move her car. Ayana went downstairs from the apartment she was in, and she moved her friend's car. And I don't know if Ayana doesn't know how to drive or if it was, like, an issue with her driving. Nonetheless, it was a fender bender. Okay? So these people that, I guess, the owners of the car came after her, like, run me my money because you hit my car. Mm -hmm. And Ayana was like, you know... I don't have an army right now, what I have you. Um, but that led to them pretty much chasing and beating her in this gas station that was down the lot. And it was heightened even more. It went far beyond, you hit my car. Once they saw her and realized that she's a, trans, a woman of trans experience, then it turned into basically a hate crime. Mm -hmm. we're going to call it what it is. If it was anything different, if she was anybody else, if she was a cisgender woman, it would have went totally different. There might have been a fight between her and the owner of the car, but it would not have gotten to the point where she literally had to jump behind the counter and get locked into this store to try to get away from people basically jumping in to beat her because she's trans. It wasn't even about the cars anymore. You know, calling her faggots, calling her a man, all this other stuff. All that shit was in action about offender. fender We speak the names of those that were Slaved by cops recently, but nobody is talking about the trans man that was killed by a cop recently. Uh-huh. His name gets pushed down to the bottom. And I think that people don't realize that the reason why we as queer people even get in this space is because we are, we are, we are constantly othered. Constantly othered. Constantly. You know, while we never, and I won't say all of us because everybody's situation is different. But for the most part, as black queer people, we're always on the front lines for the movement of black people. But when it comes to our lives as queer black people, there becomes this invisible caveat that people like to try to slide in there. I'm not getting behind no faggot. I'm not dealing with no dykes. I'm not dealing with no trannies, all that shit. That's not cool. You know, and then we get into these social media battles and discussions, and people try to tell us or pigeonhole us into a conversation that doesn't even need to be had. Just put it out there: I shouldn't have to have a conversation with anybody about what do I identify as first—black or gay? Because what people don't realize is that as a black gay man, I love. I have. And before I go into this, I want to say this. I get really tired of the oppression Olympics. I really do. We are all oppressed in many different ways, shades, and facets. We don't have to put it on the table and say whose oppression is worse. If we're all suffering, we're all suffering. But if you want to go there as a black man, yes, I am in danger of being slaughtered and killed and, um, you know, people are prejudiced towards me because of the color of my skin. But there are cities and states where if someone even thinks that I'm gay, I can lose my job. If someone thinks I'm gay, I can lose my children. Like, so here we are in another space. And I say, these are, the way that, these are the ways that I'm oppressed that you as a cisgendered black man and or woman don't have to deal with. You don't have to deal with that. I do. But why do we have to do this pissing party about that? Why can't we all support each other as black people? Because all of us are black. Yeah, exactly. You dig know what I'm that's saying? That's the right, that's the right way to do it. Yeah, I just don't, I, I don't, It's just silly to me. It's silly to me. But it's like, if you can't, like, see that we are all in this battle together and you would choose to turn the blind eyes to my life because you don't agree with the way that I love, that's creating more division. And we will never get to where and what we want out of this movement if we cannot realize that all black lives matter, not just all the straight ones. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I, this, this, and again, I, I can't stress enough that it's shameful that we even have to have this type of conversation. You know? Um, with people not knowing, as Lonnie pointed out, the history of the founders of the Black Lives Matter movement, a lot of them were queer people.
0: Then there's that.
1: In a, in a technicality, if we're going to do this pissing party again, bitch, we, black LGBT people, started this movement.
0: Let's also take a, take a stare a little bit away from it. This is, first of all, this is also Gay Pride Month. If you know the history... Of black gay pride. I mean, excuse me, of gay pride in general. It started with a riot that was similar to this.
1: That was started by a black
0: trans woman. Literally. A black trans
1: woman, woman of color
0: started that. Literally. We got us gay rights. Got, got us gay rights. And the reason we celebrate gay pride came from black people.
2: I did not know that. Yeah. yeah.
0: On so, um, Stonewall Riots. The Stonewall Riots was what started gay pride. Yeah. Literally. The Pride Parades. If you ever
1: get the chance, um, there is a documentary. I don't know if it's still on Netflix. It's about Marsha P. Johnson.
0: It is, because I, d- I downloaded it.
2: Okay.
1: You should check it out. And you'll learn all about
2: that. Thank you for the heads up.
1: No problem. But yeah, I just, you know, we gotta do better. All of us have to do better. And I'm yeah, not just do. talking about straight people. I'm talking about us too, uh-huh. as queer people. Uh-huh. We got a lot of shit that we need to
2: yeah, them, too. it's true, you know? but I also think that um, other black folks that look down on, you know, the LGBTQ community, that's another form of systematic oppression as well. If you really yes, think about it is. If you really think about it, it's another form of that because we've been trained to look down on these kind of people all our lives based on these corporations and systems. You know, this changes just come about rapidly. It took time, you know. It took time for people to be of that part to get in these businesses and, and, and shake things up. But back to the systematic oppression of it is that we're trained. Like, we're talking about Black Lives Matter and fighting for our rights and equality against whites. Yeah, I mean, they've implemented that into another thing that we have to focus on, that we have to do better as people to realize, yeah, it doesn't matter what gender or sex that, we prefer If we're black, we have to stick together through this because if we don't, at the end of the day, we're not going to make it anywhere And that just goes to show the separation and divide that's still within our community that these white folks continue to exploit for years. For years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can't see any better and, you know, try to turn the blind eye to somebody that's, okay, they're black, but they're LGBTQ community. So you know, I'm really not going to stand for them or be negative, like it gets us nowhere in this time. It doesn't matter, of what I mean, what gender or sex you like. We have to stick together in this time because if any of we don't, they will use that to tear us down, as we have been doing for time and time and time over again. Absolutely.
0: How are we feeling about the cops that are deciding they want to take the knee at these protests?
2: I think some of that's just for show. You know, I think some of them probably genuine in my opinion, you know what I'm saying? But I think some of them do it for show, and some of them do it because they rather, you know, just do it to show. But at the end of the day, they still get orders, right? They still take orders from the lieutenants, surgeons, and, you know, whoever else, the commissioners. So you think if their commissioner tells them to still target Latino and black people, they're not going to do that just because they took that knee? Let's not go for the okie doke for that for years. That's why we're in the position that we've been in. They continue to show a little bit of empathy and then after a while that goes out the window and things go back to how it is when it calms down. And they've shown enough empathy to calm us down. If around, we can't take that. We have to push forward and remember what are doing. It has to be consistent and beneficial to our cause. Black Lives Matter.
0: Right. mm mm-hmm. do I, I don't... Agree with it. I like. I saw the video of Kiki Palmer talking to the police. Okay. Um, if you saw the one in Los Angeles when she showed up and wanted to protest, i it. And she said basically, like she basically told, like I don't want you to do that. I want you to march with us. Right. Like a lot of cops, most some cops are marching with them, opposed to just like making sure the people protest. No, there's some cops that are marching with them. And even there was one video where it was a protest, and I don't know if you guys saw it. The dude was what um, was military checking
1: on Black Proud he was doing it too. He was
0: doing it too. And a lot and he actually responded on Twitter when someone put it up and then he found a video. He said, I'm black before I'm anything else. So <laughs> contrary to belief, I'm for you, not against you. But I don't like the political, side, that's cute and all, that's nice. But at the end of the day, at the end at the end of it, you still can have the same situation happen to you. Exactly. How are we feeling about these celebrities that are in their feelings about everything that's going on? Some people that are more concerned about their businesses, opposed to the
2: message. I feel like there's coons within our culture that we're not calling coons as well. Because (laughs) it don't matter what position you're in or what walk of, you know, the entertainment industry you're in. You can be an actor, be a rapper, you can be a basketball player, you can be somebody on the news, it, it doesn't matter if you're black and you're not. I'm not saying everybody has to show the empathy or say something. Black lives matter, but those people that are in positions and have those platforms, yeah, they should be more vocal about things that are going right going on right now. If they're part of our culture, you know what I'm saying? Don't like we've put these people on these pedestals that we have for years and put them into positions that they have. By going to their concerts, supporting their music, their merchandise, and everything, and some of them have not said nothing to date. That's 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 a bit disgraceful to me. and That shows you who they are. You got rappers on Instagram, Gucci suits and, and party and all that. You know, down south and all that. Right now, it's just like yo, y'all not saying nothing about this, bro. You gonna get stopped? Like, you can get stopped and pulled over right now. in this time. Just like everybody else, and that cop won't hesitate to make an example out of you. But you are still flexing the money. I got more money than I. Like, this is what's wrong with our culture. It's twofold. You know, these white people have made a friggin' fortune off our culture for years. And these rappers, these singers, and these artists in these positions on these labels, and they're still slaves as well. That's why some of them is not saying anything, because if they say something, Against what's going on, they speak out. You know, they have stuff to lose. I feel like because because some of them have stuff to lose, that they're not going to speak out. And the ones that don't have anything to lose or independently own should be speaking out. And the ones that are not doing that, then that tells you who they really are. Disagree? I don't know.
1: I'm learning that I really don't care to hear from celebrities. (laughs) Because while I understand that the impact that some of their platforms can have on the movement, if you're not going to actually do something, then I prefer you not say anything at all. Because a lot of them are, again, making missteps and taking off their masks, too. You know, when people show that they're more concerned about malls and shit being torn down or Uh, businesses being
0: torn down. Let me pause real quick for that one. (laughs) Shakana. let's have that conversation because I'm glad you just said malls. Shekana Joe. Um, if we're not familiar with her, she is a friend to Tiny Harris, who's married to C.I. She's been on a few reality shows, and she's also on of BuzzF- um, Atlanta. So, I'm familiar. So, that's fine. Um, she's more forgettable than the forget-me-not at this point. So, she jumped on Instagram back when she found out that they were starting to loot Lennox Mall. Um, if you're familiar with Atlanta, you know where Lennox is. Now, First of all, if you know your history of her sit her first of all crying, Gucci ain't did that to y'all. Gucci was under fire last year for selling a black face sweater. You're crying over Gucci. You're really crying over Gucci. Oh. A Agu- the brand that has literally showed they do not care at all. And you're crying over Gucci, working for Birkin. I need to understand this.
1: Again, but, and, and all of that.
0: They cut all the hustle goes serious. Back to
1: the conditioning that we've had over centuries to value monetary things.
0: But and, that and they show us
1: to tell And they don't care. But, yeah, but, it, you know, I, again, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't
0: make them great. It's like all these brands, like, it's funny, because June is only the month that you see a bunch of schools pushing their, um, they get, like, of course, they get their private material. Now, all of a sudden, all of them have statements of Black Lives Matter. Yeah, everybody's. Uh, all of a sudden, everybody has a statement for Black Lives Matter.
2: It's the no new cool.
0: Yeah. The, it's hey, the new hey,
2: pool for the, yeah it's the new hey, pool for the organ for the oh, i'm sorry for the organizations and the companies to do
0: it's a good p r tactic i mean nobody's opened their purse more than um the Jordan brand with donating hundred million. My question is years <laughs> I know some of them outline the actual charities that they donated to their donations, but exactly why are we donating money? Which I know most of this for the actual protesters to get out of prison, which at this point they are more than enough. But where's the money going? Where is it going? I'd love to know. Everyone has donated, but only a few had specified we're donating to get protesters out of prison. The actual cost for George Floyd's funeral was completely covered by Floyd Mayweather. Like he paid for everything. His family is receiving millions from GoFundMe at this point. Where is the money going again?
2: Yes, yes. that's a valid question.
0: Where is it going? I would love to know. Do you have? Do you know? I don't know. Where is the money going? I got no idea. Because at this point, wherever it's going, they're millionaires. But and not to mention, you have a few celebrities, which we all know, the ones that we talk about. They will do things behind the scenes and they don't want the press for it. That's why some people, I'm like, I'm not even worried, I know something's happening. But you have some people... That was just so gun Oh, Oh, <laughs> G, I'm glad you're here. You know, G is a sportsman here. You know, you like sports. Of course. Definitely. How do you feel about the end of the NFL releasing that statement?
2: Well, one in particular, Roger Goodell is phony. He's the commissioner of the NFL, right? I think right. that statement is phony as well. Because if you really feel that way, you could have done something a long time ago to change the people's opinion. Put that man back in the NFL and give him his job back. But you haven't done that yet. Why? Because majority of the owners in the NFL are whites, right? And white racists. White racists, to be clear, to be exact. Thank you. Right? So at the end of the day, he's a commissioner, but there's certain things he can't do without a vote from them. right? So if you think the majority and the percentage of these owners in the NFL are white racists? You think they're going to allow you to do something that they all condemn? No. Sure. At, at some point in time, it may come where he gets his job back, and it'll be a fight. You know, Maybe after this, he'll get his job back, but they don't want him back in the NFL because those owners, down to the coaches, the players... Well, not the players, but some of those coaches on the training staff and all those other, you know, professionals that they have working on that team feel the same way that they do about that flag, and we don't because NFL is another system of systematic oppression, fit yep. and make a whole bunch of money off of who us black Americans make mm-hmm. it interesting as is, you know what I'm saying? Everybody watches it, but there's a lot of black athletes in the NFL that make the NFL into money at the end of the day. But his statement, I just think it's a whole phony statement. Like, I don't even care for it. I read it, but I don't care for it because why at this time you're making a video? You should have been one of the first companies or organizations out there doing that. Don't wait for all these companies to do it and you want to fall in line now no, you could have made a statement a long time ago by giving Captain back his job. Sim- simple. Very simple.
0: Very. I just looked, and it was like a complete... Even, I think his girlfriend even said, so does that mean that you're going to be willing to give this man his job back? Exactly. Because he literally was about protesting when he lost everything. On a professional standpoint, he lost everything. And they will not let him back into the actual league now. There's so many layers to this. So many layers. So many statements. Um, I don't know if you guys know. Um, especially a lot of companies are now pushing Black-owned businesses, which is a plus for a lot of people. A lot of corporations are pushing it. Like Uber Eats is pushing Black-owned businesses like to the point they get free delivery if you order from Black-owned business. Um, I know that's where
2: some of the money is going, Some of it probably. What happened? I said that's where some of that money is going.
0: So it's like there's a lot of things that are being done a lot of cor- corporations saying certain things. What else did I have in regards to this whole topic? I'm trying to think. Did I cut everything I kind
1: of
0: did. Yeah. I did. I have it all of it you do all right that was a pretty heavy <laughs> thread.
2: Let me see real quick um, I had this post that I was gonna put up um a few days ago right but it's <laughs> going back to the of thing the Gucci situation and her comment about don't bring on the Gucci story you know and I'm saying stuff like that so but this is what I'm saying like these rappers they're, they're slaves to these masters these Jewish owners that own these record labels they're slave to them as well, so that's why they can't really give their perspective and their opinion on that. Cause this is what I said: these rappers, they really be clowns because you're out here wearing Gucci head to toe. But did you forget about the blackface thing, just a little a year ago? And you're still supporting them. And you have like my thing was with Shikana. Did you forget about that? Did you she forget did. about the situation? Like you completely forgot about that, and you're gonna make this comment about Gucci. Who cares about the Gucci store right now? Like nobody, nobody you cares. about Gucci? But basically, that was the point. You know what I'm saying? These rappers, they're still in head-to-toe Gucci and showing off their Gucci belt. Oh, I'm head-to-toe. Like, fans, don't don't you care about what's happening right now? No? Or you just care about making money? Because at the end of the day, you're one of us. Whatever they're doing to us, the people that are not on your status or celebrity A-list status, it can be done to you as well. Your money don't make you no different. Maybe you can afford a better lawyer than us, but that's about it. Your money don't make you no different.
0: And then there's that. Um that's all I want I care to talk about. Let's say that. Right. <laughs> that's all I care to talk about. Um as we close out, we normally like to go on ahead and give our mental health tip of the week. Um G, would you like to start?
2: I'm sorry, can you say it again?
0: We normally close out by giving a mental health tip for the week. Would you like to start us off? Come back to me. Of course, Marla. Um.
1: Be kind to yourself. Mm, come on, talk about it. Be kind to yourself. This world has literally ugh, turned upside down. real like a lot of us don't know whether we're coming or going these days Um, and I just it's very very important for all of us to be kind to ourselves and when I say that and what I mean by that is um, the little trivial shit that we go through on a day to day basis it's really not important right now um I hear a lot of people like getting down on themselves about ought to pick up this COVID weight to eating too much. Oh, you know, we're we're worried about a lot of things that you just it's really not it's not necessary, it's not that important. Be uh-huh. kind to yourself. We deserve to breath, breathe, we deserve to live and create your own pockets of sunshine in all of this darkness, in our future?
0: Yes. I would have to say, um, as someone that is an empath, it's hard to not feel, like, one's emotions, or feel the emotions of others. So, the easiest thing I could tell someone, well, say, first of all, go back to meditation. Secondly, and most importantly, and I think this is my actual mental health tip for the week, disconnect. With everything that's going on, it is very hard to do that. Yes. But it's time for some of us to just, even if it's a day away from it, to find something else to focus on or do. Yes. Disconnect. It's okay. No one's going to shun you or shame you. The other day, I literally made it my point to avoid Instagram and Twitter at all costs. Because I'm just like I can't emotionally deal with any more of this. Word. Like I've seen and I've heard enough. And like I need a minute. Just just a day to act like this is like though I know what's going on, just in my mind, mind fuck myself like this isn't happening. Yeah. It's okay, no one's going to change you if it's a lot. Disconnect. Mm-hmm. And now we're back to you
2: a <laughs> so, uh, mental tip going into the week is to um, basically any grand scheme of things life's about perspective you understand so it doesn't matter what side of the team you're on at the end of the day you have to understand that you know unity is something that's needed within the world if you don't have that then we'll continue to live under these same conditions for a like, possible but we as people need to grab a whole perspective of what's in front of us to define what it is and what it's not and act on that and if we do that better i think we can definitely make a change and you know we can live better as people once we understand you know i'm saying like it's about playing nice in the sandbox but at the end of the day what do we get out of you know being divided we have to, so we have to love one another, like Marlon said, be kind, and like you said, and sometimes we have to disconnect, but in my terms, I'll say reset and reboot, you understand, because we need that. And if we don't reset and reboot, then we want to be going down a long path that we can possibly or potentially go down for a long period of time. If we take that time to reset and reboot, we can avoid that path, you know, clearly, if we take different perspectives in and put them together and understand what's the biggest part of the fight for.
0: Take it. Yes. G, thank you so much for taking time out of your also oh, busy schedule to <laughs> be wow. here with
2: I gotta get on a flight tomorrow to go to the cinema. So yeah, I mean I guess. Oh
0: wow. Yeah. Where can the people find you?
2: People can find me.
0: Meaning social media wise. Or <laughs> well, they can find me at Cashing King Los, that's two underscores, and that's and without the G. <laughs> thank, you, sir. thank you so much for coming on, and we thank you for having me. For You're sure. welcome. You're Thanks. welcome. And with that being said, that's the end of this emotional roller coaster.
2: All in it was good so meeting you. Me, bro. Take care for the next
0: time. Like, Ronnie, peace. Peace, right. bye,
1: guys.